Hello, everyone. Okay. Hi. The phoenix has risen from the ashes. Beyond fear, life is limitless. Hello, everyone. A very warm welcome to the series of soul awakening stories of women who have unleashed their potential and who have rediscovered themselves as a queen of rediscovery. My name is Narendra Kaur. I'm a woman empowerment coach founder of the Women Power Unleashed, and I'm on a mission to transform million women's life, to live a life of dignity, self-respect, honor, and healthy self-esteem. And that's why I have created Nari Astitva Shakti, Identity, Confidence, and Purpose Blueprint. Today, we have a guest all the way from Edinburgh, UK. So let's welcome Naomi Brown, a phoenix of a woman, a fearless woman. Let me just give a brief about her. She's a woman's transformative life coach, owner of Harmony Business and Light Solutions. She helps a lot of men and women internationally, coaching them in confidence and identifying them, limiting beliefs that hold them back. Wonderful. She offers her clients business consultancy, focus on operational management, business management, and solutions. She helps many women to find their light and claim their power back. She's turning her pain into power from her old story, which involved a lot of trauma, pain, hurt, domestic violence, mentally and sexually abusive relationships. So let's welcome Naomi Brown, and let's listen the story from Naomi, how she has converted her pain into power and became a phoenix of a woman. Hi, Naomi. Hello there, Narinda. How are you today? Perfectly fine. Thank you. So, yes, my name is Naomi. I am 31 years of age and I'm from Edinburgh. Now, my whole life, um, a narrative of story has been one up until this year, which has been great pain, hurt, trauma, disbelief to many, I think you would say. And from a very young age, was conditioned to think that abuse had to be the theme of my life. Until this year, I claimed back that power and I said no more. Um, my father had been one who had been um, an alcoholic, um, had quite abusive to my mother and I guess these patterns they follow us through our lives to think that that's what we're conditioned to to expect and um, to believe that all we're worth and um, I had had relationships that had been severely abusive as well more so until recently this year and um, when my ex-partner of four years who had been very mentally cruel had been discovered to have uh, another affair uh, with a woman for that time as well. So instead of becoming the victim of my story and wallowing in this poor me uh, mentality, it was time to challenge that and focus that. And I'd always been one to help people, um, being it through personal circumstance. And I've spent the last 10 years working um, at senior management level within business 
So it was time for me to utilize my skills and talents and turn that pain into power. Wonderful. So, uh, <clears throat> Naomi, how are you converting your pain into power? So for me, the three days before our national lockdown in um, Edinburgh and in the UK, I had found out this revelation. So there was a lot of time where I had no choice but to sit with my thoughts, to sit with my feelings, to go inward and really look at what it is I want and need from life. I'd spent a long time thinking what other people needed of me, who they wanted me to be and trying to people please. Where I flipped the paradigm on its head this year and looked at what do I need to make me happy? What is going to make me grow? What is my purpose? Because for so long, I didn't know what that purpose was. I didn't know how to manage it, didn't know how to channel it. Um, and really started to look within. And during lockdown, I was getting a lot of advice from people on how to manage and sustain their businesses. Um, so for me, I saw that there was an opportunity there to use my expertise in business. But I had always had a passion, like I said, to help other people, predominantly women who had been through the same similar stories of pain and heart and um, enrolled into a diploma for coaching. And that's really where the story began for me um, on, you know, turning my pain into power where I can help other women, other men um, you know, other beings really feel that they are worth more than what the past has allowed them to feel that they are. Right. So, uh, how is this uh, tattoo of Phoenix came into your mind? So, my friends and I, over the years, have always had this running um, kind of joke that I was the Phoenix because whenever life would knock me down, I would get up tenfold and I would soar. And, you know, I think we often associate when we're in the dirt we're in the ground that we're dead and that that's all that we can do but it's when we're in these dark times in the dirt and ground that we're planting the seeds for tomorrow we're planting the seeds for hope and we're planting the seeds that we can rise and like the phoenix i've always been able to do that so this year when the opportunity arose i got myself inked i've got a big tattoo of the phoenix on my shoulder um, and I always have the saying, um, Phoenix to the golden flames, find the strength to rise again. And whenever I feel crappy or feeling kind of low, I think of this tattoo and how far I came. And it was a weird one because when, the, the, when I got the tattoo, the pain, it was very non-existent. Um, but then to divert the nip that I was feeling off the ink, I thought of the things that I'd been through and that actually found me crying more than the physical pain of the tattoo. So it really kind of brought home that physical pain is temporary and we will get over it and we'll heal from these scars, but emotional pain takes that a little bit longer and it's not a linear process. It isn't something that happens overnight and there's no time limitation or way on how you need to heal. There's not that universal size fits all, unfortunately. It's about coming from within and really being able to sit with your demons of the past and, and get comfortable with that. Wonderful. So what is the most significant barrier you think a woman can have in life to unleash their potential? I feel that the the most important thing is the 
belief of their own values and convictions um, and principles. We live in a world now where we're so desperate to fit in, you know, that we become a mass of, of belief and a massive volume because we're not true to ourselves. So if I could give any woman or young girl or, or young woman advice, it would be to trust your heart and your instincts and go with what you feel is right in yourself. Sometimes we are we are influenced by our peers or by the environment that we're around, but it's not something that's true to us. So it's so important that we believe in ourselves that we can do it because people's words, they will say it over and over and over, you know, that we can't do something. But it's until you believe that in yourself, you're going to limit yourself. So always believe that you matter and that you can. And, you know, if someone says it's impossible, you'll do it regardless if you want it and you truly believe it in yourself. Very true. So, uh, Naomi, um, my next question to you is, um, do you experience resistance when you're leading men? Do I experience what, sorry? Do you experience resistance when you lead men? Um, when I'm coaching them? Yeah, I do. So it's only, I would say, in the last kind of month or two that I've began working with a lot more men, I think, because, you know, that, um, that same once bitten, twice shy, you know, I think when you've had a really negative experiences with a certain type of person, let's just say, you know, for me, men, um, you know, had been really quite hurt from a very young age, um, it does give you a bit of lack of confidence in that area. So for me, the entry point into my business was looking at the business consultancy and first, because I, I think sometimes, not in a, a sexist nature, but men can sometimes find receiving advice from a woman a little bit hard to hear because they're very logical thinking. So because business is a very logical aspect of life, I found it very easy to gauge, engage and support men in business before I then started taking on this, um, the life coaching aspect of things. Um, but I'm sure, you know, if, a lot of my male clients say I've got a very masculine way of thinking when it comes to business. And, um, and you know, I guess for them, they found that um, a sense of empathy when it came to the coaching aspect as well. Amazing. So who inspired you, uh, Naomi, and why? So <laughs> um, I laugh because I have a couple of coaches that I find absolutely phenomenal um, and they're male coaches as well which is is I think gives me that sense of not all men are, are evil or nasty or malevolent you know there's a lot of great men out there so it's really important that we're not um, sexist based on experiences that we, we remain with an open heart and so for me the ultimate king of coaching Tony Robbins um, he is my number one favourite um, and I really like Dean Graziosi as well. Just just Dean's vision about life is, is so open and so pure, the same. And I like that go-getting approach with Tony. But when we look at females in terms of, you know, my own growth and, and perspective, I've I've got a life coach, Martha, who is absolutely um, phenomenal. And I believe if you are a coach, you should always have a coach yourself so you remain accountable um, in your life and in, you know, what it is you're setting out because you want to be accountable to your clients. So you need to do the work as well. Um, 
but I would also say that um, you know I'm very fortunate. You know, um, I've got very very close friends, females that I look up to and admire, who have had traumatic stories in their lives, and through one way or another, you know, they've been there for me. So it's them that really inspire me on to be all that I can. Okay, so sorry. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we were at the question, who inspired you and why? Yeah, so I was saying, just finishing up there, saying that um, I have a lot of women in my life um, that I coach and that my friends as well, that I find of great inspiration, you know, their stories resonate deep with me. And in some way or another, I've always felt obliged to reach out to the people that have had the hardest stories in life because I feel that there's a lot of empowerment and inspiration that can be brought from their stories um, and so often we feel ashamed and belittled by our circumstances and what we've been through um, and that generates that feeling of worth that we have in ourselves when in reality the harness of that power from the story is what needs to be shown and educated to the world because you never know what you've been through is a sign or a beacon of hope of inspiration to the next person that goes through it so I think in anyone that I ever come across, there's also there's always inspiration to be brought from them. But um, yeah, for me, in terms of professionalism, I definitely feel Dean Graziosi, um, he's got a story that is just amazing. And um, same with Tony Robbins. And I think, you know, when we look at these two people, these are just everyday people like myself, like you, um, like our listeners, but they have chose to use their story and turn that into to power. Wonderful. So now me, uh, what motivates you on daily basis? What do you do uh, on daily basis to get your motivation? So I think for me, um, I'm reading a, a really, really good book at the moment called The Medical, Mor Medical Morning. And it talks about our, our daily habits all before eight o'clock. So for me, who used to be a night owl and a late, a late riser, you know, this time last year, I used to hate getting up. Um, getting up that extra hour early really benefits the mind, body and soul. It gives us time to have in the morning. So for me, I get up early. Um, I've got a lovely garden outside. Um, so I sit there with my, my cup of tea in the morning and affirm and, and just take time to, to give thanks and gratitude. Um, and then from that, I have a, a routine and ensuring that I have a, a good diet. And I think we underestimate diet sometimes along the lines of, of being healthy and, and being motivated. But a, a, a good diet definitely helps keep me motivated. Wonderful. Uh, what message you want to give to all the females listening over here? So to all the females that are listening out today, I just want you to know that you are you are so valued, you are so appreciated. Um, and it may feel, you know, in these crazy times where we're going through, um, you know, we're going through things that are, are stacked against us. We have pandemic, we have rape, we have uh, redundancy, we have inequality in society, you know, at the hands of not just men, but the system as well keep going keep pushing because you matter so much and without us women there would be no men 
So remember that you matter, you can, and in yourself, you are your own phoenix and you will rise from whatever ashes are thrown at you. I promise that. Wonderful. Uh, so one favorite quote from your side? Sorry? For all the people listening over here. Phoenix to the golden flames, find the strength to rise again. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Naomi. It was very impressive. No and thank you, everyone, for listening to the story unleashed by Naomi. To listen and know more about the inspirational stories, please like, subscribe, and hit the bell icon. Also, if you want to book one-to-one -one clarity session with me, you can log into my website, which is showing down below. And in the end, one quote for today. Woman is the strongest pillar on the whole planet. Once she becomes fearless, life becomes limitless. Thank you, everyone. Take care. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Namaste. Take care.